My name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make $100,000 a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, because all I pick is winners. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Money talks. Money talks. Welcome to Lost Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are now tuned into the VIP Sports Podcast. I'm Steve Stevens, a.k.a. The Bookie Killer, sitting here with my co-host, The Big Skipper. They call him the chiropractor around here because he will straighten you out on a daily basis. What's going on, Big Skip? Not much. Just uh, actually a whole fucking lot. Ripping and pipping and football. I'm pretty excited. You know, as you know, uh, college football is behind us. Uh, championship game was one of the best championship games I've seen in a long fucking time. Crazy. Uh, crazy, crazy. It wasn't as good as that game we were at two years ago, the Alabama-Clemson first round. No, that was because we walked to the parking was... lot and some crazy shit happened at the end. But yeah, though. Well, I mean, what happened after that game was crazier than what happened during the game. But anyway, we won't, yeah, we won't, we won't, we get, won't get into, get into that. that. We tore up Arizona a little bit harder than it's been tore up for yeah. a while. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Anyway. Nick Shaven got a lot of balls, I'll say that. Well, going into that half, man, I know every Alabama fan was depressed, 13-0, the whole nine yards. I didn't think that they were going to come back. And then that second half line was very enticing. But after seeing how they performed in the first half, I'm not going to lie, it was higher, hard for me to, to fire. I didn't play the second half. I didn't bet it at all. Did you? When you're sitting there with tickets on the over, Alabama money line, and, and they come up with zero, oh. they, they have zero at halftime? Oh. Nick Saban, what a beast. He goes in the locker room. What do you think that conversation was like? Well, you seen he wanted to win. He was more in tune and more excited than a lot of the players. He was looking to win more than anybody on that fucking field. I mean, Jalen Hurt is 25-2 and two as a starter. Mm. It's two years for Alabama, right? So they're in the national championship game. This kid's lost two games as a starter. Granted, they play absolutely nobody. And if you ever want to get into that debate with me, we could get into that. I mean, Christ, uh, Mercer? I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Colorado State, Fresno State, Alabama played nobody all year long. But we'll get into that another time. Well, they uh, still have never had a scoreless first half throughout the season. What is it? What, I mean, what is that conversation like? When you come in the locker room, okay, you played like shit. It's the national championship. You got zero points at halftime. Your quarterback, like I said, is 25-2 and two as a starter. And all of a sudden, the coach looks at you and says, I got no fucking faith in you, kid. Yeah, you, you're out. And he calls the fucking... And the championship... And he, and he calls up the freshman Hawaiian kid. Who, who the got left-handed, his, The left-handed fucking Kenny Stabler, the snake. Who came in and right. got the job done. Did he ever? Comes in, goes right down the field, scores a touchdown. Then he throws a pick on the next possession. We all know what happened. When he got sacked in overtime, I was like, oh, God, kid, how'd you let that happen? No shit. And then he threw the bomb. Overall, yeah, overall, great game. Uh, college football is over. Uh, am I uh, upset about it? Absolutely not. Fuck, I'm, I'm thrilled. That means we're closer to baseball. Not, well, not only that, but college <laughs> basketball, like I said, even though it's harder for us to get off big money, uh, you know, to bet 50, 100, 200,000 a game is, is impossible. It's a lot of work. But to you people out there that are betting 500, 1,000, 5,000, $10,000 a game, college basketball by far is the number one sport to make money on for you guys, period. Absolute goldmine, college hoops. There's a reason why you can bet, you know, million dollars on a hand of Baccarat, 250,000 on a football game, but they limit you to baseball and basketball. And why is that, Skip? 
Uh, because it's a lot easier and they don't want to get crushed. That's the main reason. Because you can fucking win. That's why. My I'll friend. tell you what. Uh, I got in a huge fucking argument over there at uh, local sports book again the other day. Well, you know what? And we're going to talk tried, about tried that. I tried to make a very tiny wager. $3,000, Steve. That's all. No, Skipper. And uh, they tell me, no, no. Uh, we'll take 1000 That's it. Oh, it was not a pretty scene in a sports book. Well, you asked me. Big like, Skip went fucking berserk. Oh, I guarantee you did. Because I went berserk. When you tell me, like... Steve, I mean, Darren, do you even get hyped up when you hit Royal Flushes for 40 grand or 50 grand or nothing excites you but the big machines? Well, it's the same with you with a $1,000 bet. See, you get more excited in the betting uh, just like I do on the machines. And, and yeah, I don't get excited unless I hit big ones. But a $1,000 bet for you probably didn't give you any excitement for the game at all. I wanted to bet $3,000 on a college total. And they said, we're only going to take 1000 bucks. Mm. I went fucking berserk. They got on the phone with the head manager at another casino that ran all the sports books for that particular... Who told him absolutely not. Yeah, for that particular organization. He got on the phone with me and said, uh, we're not taking more than 1000 And then what he tried to do, listen to this, tried to raise the fucking line a point. I was trying to bet the over on a college basketball game. He said, we'll raise the point. We'll raise the line one point. And, and let it, you bet it and again. And then let you bet another 2000 I said, go fuck yourself, you yeah. cheating motherfucker. Uh, I ain't betting with Al Capone, you crazy fuck. Even in Vegas, these motherfuckers try to cheat us. They're playing let, games with us all the time, gentlemen. Do not let these people play with your money. You work way too fucking hard to let these casinos fuck you. That's why you got to stay aggressive and ahead of the game. Yeah. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to talk about some sports betting. We're going to talk about some NCAA championship recap. We're going to do a little NFL wild card, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, my game of the year. My NFL game of the year is going to be released this weekend uh, in your promotion that you're doing later. We'll yes, talk about is. that. It will be my six-figure bet in the NFL this weekend. Make sure you're a part of it. NFL playoff game of the year, the single largest wager this man's making in the postseason. NFL goes this weekend. Biggest playoff bet of the year goes to this weekend. So stay tuned. We're going to tell you about that. NFL divisional round preview, including the first ever playoff betting line uh, back east. Uh, got a lot of things to go over. But like I said, I'm excited. The weather is gorgeous out here in Las Vegas. Yes, I know you is. guys have been seeing on the news that we got rain the fuck out and uh, it was going crazy and flooding. But one thing about Vegas, man, it clears up instant fucking leak. Sun comes right back out, dries it up. And all it does is give us a beautiful, beautiful day. So it's gorgeous out here. We're coming live and direct from our uh, state-of-the-art studio here at VIP Sports, sponsored by our good old boys over at betonline.ag. Yep. Uh, to be exact, it's January 11th. Wow. 2018 one, podcast, one, one. podcast 151. It's 111 podcast 151. The only 151 I know is Bacardi. Where the party at, boy? That rum Where 51. The party. <laughs> the party with Bacardi at 151. Oh, shit. Our show is brought to you every week, ladies and gentlemen, by betonline.ag, paperhead.com, and of course, betdsi. Uh, you want to get a hold of VIP Sports? As you know, there's a lot of trolls out there, people imitating us, uh, people doing a reverse search on your phone number, calling you, either acting like us or bad-mouthing us, one or the other. Reverse triple Lindy. A reverse triple Axel uh, fraudulent yeah. uh, imitation of us. Double which, quadruple uh, backflip. Doesn't work. They can get what we call a twofer. Two nuts right on their chip. Ronnie Dangerfield and back to school. The, you want, tri the yeah, triple Lindy. The triple Lindy. That was fucking great. I just saw that movie the other day. That was a fantastic movie. I get, hey, I get no respect. I get absolutely I, no respect. Huh? His, his son in the movie, though? Like, how the fuck did you cast him? Did, they, did he not annoy you? The yeah. son? 
I don't even, I don't know. You don't remember the dork, the dork son? Uh, The dork that was in college, which is why he went back to school. Yeah, exactly. To help his son. Part of Dangerfield's was one of the greatest ever, man. Before he died, he was dating a fucking 31-year-old, had a penthouse in New York, and he paid uh, $200,000 to have a crane lift a jacuzzi 35 floors up to his balcony, uh, uh, just so him and his little youngster out there can. uh, He used to show up at the comedy store out in fucking L.A., Pull up in a limo and get out in his fucking his robe and slippers. <laughs> Fuck right? it. Hey, I get no like, respect. Like the Playboy huh? guy always walked around in his. Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he those was, guys walk around in robes, man. They're they're just straight pimps. Rodney probably fucked as many women, and maybe not oh. as much as Hugh, but he was definitely living that life. Yeah, and you know Rodney had fucking twelve inches. That motherfucker. <laughs> you know he was hung. He was hung like a horse. Probably never worked as drunk as he was on oh. the regular, huh? Uh, one of his favorite, my favorite lines from him was in Caddyshack. <clears throat> Caddyshack when he says to the judge's wife at the ball. Hey, baby, you must have been something before electricity. (laughs) (laughs) Caddyshack, one of the best movies ever, man. Oh, greatest movie ever. You want to get a hold of us, 877-220-6540. If you're looking for a free pick, uh, don't call me till uh, probably March. Call us for March Madness. Call us for March Madness because I'm getting a lot of phone numbers in there looking for a free pick, and uh, you guys get the pick, and you don't want to sign up. So as far as a free pick, Eat a dick. Well, listen, we'll give you a little taste as long as you're... Cons- as I actually don't want to. Why as, give them a as, game that has a chance to lose? Well, I mean, as long as you're serious about fucking doing some correct. business. I mean, if you're looking, if you're snooping around me. like a dog looking for a fucking piece of uh, yeah. meat on the floor, yeah. stay away from us. If you're uh, an old lady looking for coupons to go get something free from yeah. the grocery store, don't call us. If you're an experienced bo- sports better that's losing, which means you're not experienced, or if you're a new sports better and you're not, uh, you're not experienced on winning, call us. Don't look for something for free. If you're looking to make money off our info yeah. and, and get somewhere with it, give us a call. But don't look for something for free or use a fake number or call me up and sign up with a prepaid credit card, have me make you $55,000. And then have the card not hold uh, $200? No, and then you go disappearing the next week. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, and then you go disappearing. So I want to give a shout-out to Chance Snyder for just <laughs> being a straight piece-of-shit redneck fucking oh. joke. You say you got 32 oil wells, uh, but your house that we pulled up is $300,000 one story in Texas. Well, you might have oil wells, but there ain't nothing in them. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely <laughs> they're dry. Fine. But my point is, Chance, Chance, you call my company up, I make you $86,000, and you don't pay? Like, what benefit are you getting stalking my company? Mm. Haven't you realized by now, when I was on TV, people had the FBI call me, attorney general. They would record me in Skip's pitch. They would listen to our games. They would make up fake names to buy our service to see what games that we got. Well, you see a motherfucker. In your pretend Monopoly world, I made you 86000 But guess what? My real sports bettors and my real clients all made six figures last week. So the joke's on you, moron. So if you're one of those guys crawling around on the floor, Looking through the carpet for another little piece of rock that you Or might. making up a fake fucking name and, and going to buy a fake prepaid. How sick are you to go through that, to do that? If you're looking for one of those little rocks that you might have dropped when you were partying the night before and, uh, you're, and you're jonesing and you're down on all fours, uh, looking through the carpet so you can yeah. get, so just you do can me get a, one more hit. Yeah, and if that yeah, is you, just do me do a favor. Don't call me. No, yeah, do me a favor. Look up because my dick's hanging right in your mouth. Anyway, uh, if you're watching uh, the VIP Sports Podcast uh, on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Make sure you click that little button. That way you get alerts to whenever we put out a podcast. That way you don't have to look for us. We'll come finding you. As always, we appreciate the thumbs up. Uh, Skip and I read every one of your comments. Uh, We love them. Even some of the ones that we have to block and delete. If they meant anything or had any substance, trust them. I'd leave them up there. Mm -hmm. But... uh, uh, the only people that put in bad comments or talk shit are our competitors. 
because everybody thinks that. And all uh, the losers are on RX Forum. They're thinking. Shout that, out to you losers over there on RX Forum. Yeah, RX Forum. What a Suck bunch it, of you losers. Guys, you guys are a joke. You don't do nothing God all day. Almighty, you make you no guys, money. You don't you, bet sports. You guys, you guys have, just need to shut up. Do you guys have fucking jobs, like any kind of life? <laughs> or like, you well, they call $50,000 a year a job. Jesus huh? Christ, buzzkill. Kill my fucking nuts. Exactly. What you a guys, loser. You guys are a joke. We're making money. Scratch. VIP Sports is the biggest sports consultant firm in the nation. Whether you like it or not, we don't give a fuck. You understand that? We write more business and deal with the biggest sports bettors in the world. Put that in your notes and document that. Yeah. Fair enough? Fair enough. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, VIP Sports Las Vegas. Direct message me with any question that you have. Uh, we'll talk back. We'll answer. No problem. Let's get into a little sports betting news, Skip, mm. which is brought to you our boys over there at betonline.ag, Skipper. Yes, it is. BetOnline.ag is one of the web's most popular betting destinations. Sign up for an account using the promotional code all day. Get a 50% welcome bonus instantly added to your bankroll. With its management team together since 1991, BetOnline.ag offers wagering on nearly every sport and event possible. Once you're in line in action, you'll see firsthand why BetOnline.ag has an A-plus rating, including the earliest open lines in the industry the best live betting software in the business, and most importantly, Skipper, fast payouts. And that's what everybody wants. BetOnline.ag, because you can. Mm -hmm. uh, we were going to go into a, a little news about, uh, you know, sports betting and uh, how everybody uh, is, is coming in for a bill, Indiana, etc. All the states are lining up. To we don't, we don't, yeah. We, Listen, we, it, we don't need to go back over it. We've said this many times. Once sports betting yeah. becomes legal in New Jersey, Every motherfucking city, in, or excuse me, every state is going to be lined up to do the exact same thing, and they already are. To sum it up, there's about 30 states right now that have uh, legislation ready and uh, willing and able to be introduced. Most of the states have introduced it already, Steve. Uh, we're well, just, what they're saying is we're just, we're just waiting for the uh, final decision from the Supreme Court, and uh, all the money is on a yes, it will be legal, and once that goes through... There's 30 states that have already lined up that are uh, in the mix that are ready to legalize sports betting. It's going to be on every fucking corner, every city in America, every state in the country, and God bless America. And the S Supreme Court knows this. They know once they allow, it's no different than the marijuana. When, when Nevada seen how much money Colorado was bringing in, we said, fuck that, made it instantly, instantly legal. You know, because for the last five years out here in Nevada, when marijuana lost on the voting card, you know, it was only by like a 49, 51 percent, mm -hmm. 47, 53. So, you know, it, it, they got to know that everyone's in lined up to make it legal. And when you have like 30 states, it's going to be a lot easier to take on the feds right. if or when that ever happens. You know what I mean? Well, the big thing is now that they came out with this thing uh, in the House and the Senate version of uh, uh the, the bill that might come out to make it legal. You talking about there's the 1% or whatever that yeah, they want to take? there's a thing called an integrity fee now. Correct. Which uh, is smart. Yeah, which is going to be equal to 1% of the take in the sports book. Uh, this integrity fee is basically going to amount to a lot of money. Uh, billions. Uh, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're estimating between $150 billion and $250 billion in handle annually around the country, and I'm going to say... They're way off on that. It's, pro it's probably going to be double that. You guys uh, are, they're going, people are going to flip the fuck out. Like, w the day that me and, this is why we do the podcast, the day that you and I see gambling legal in the United oh, States, imagine, be, when they get that number at the end of the, party. when they, no, but I'm saying at the end of the it's year. It's coming too, any when, day now. When they, when, when the president of the United States 
sees that we stopped trillions of dollars going from offshore and keeping it here in the States? I mean, my God. Well, this integrity fee, this 1%, they're going to collect from the total handle, 1%, and kick it back to uh, the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and MLB, and NCAA. So they're estimating that on $200 billion, I mean, that's on, on $250 billion in annual handle across the country, that's $2.5 billion off that 1% integrity fee that's going to be kicked back to the leagues. Correct. Wow, that's a lot of fucking money. And, and, and I Sounds to me like the salaries are going to go up with, for these players, too. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, there's $2 billion or $3 billion going to be kicked back just off that 1% integrity fee? Skip, and I think, their numbers, I think their numbers aren't even close to me. I don't right. think so either. I think and, it's going to be double that. I think it's going to be more than double, yeah. Well, let's just talk about the betting action during the week leading up to the title game uh, became increasingly lopsided on Alabama uh, at the sportsbook around Las Vegas, I think, as you know. Uh, as of Sunday afternoon, William Hill's Nevada Sportsbook, 73% of the point spread money and 88% of the money line was on the Crimson Tide. Yeah. And as you know, the sports betting loss, um, my guys, you know, early in the day, because, you know, I had Alabama, I'm not going to lie, had three and a half, I got my guys to bet them to three. However, 90% of the people lost on that spread because it was three and a half, went to four, and I everyone... I saw some places closing at four and a half, Steve. Well, only because, just like yeah, you said, heavy, the, heavy the, last, money. the last hour and a half before the game started, yeah. they moved the line because heavy fucking money went on. 73% of the spread came, money came in on Bama, and 88% of the money line wagers came in on Alabama. Well, so, well 88% of the, the money line, I mean, that, that was a winner. That's a winner. Crimson Tide, book, outright winner. The books winner. got fucking annihilated on that, uh, on that money line bet. Yes, they did. However, hey. don't feel bad for them because all four of the dogs came in in the NFL before that Saturday and Sunday. Well, so. I was just going to say, like the sports... The books cleaned the fuck up last weekend. Yes, they did. They said uh, for that particular game, it looked like they were going to be Bulldog fans, my friend. Oh, yeah. You know, as far as all that's concerned, a sportsbook manager for Caesars Palace told ESPN six of the seven largest point, you know, largest point spread bets placed on the game as of Sunday at the sportsbooks were all on Alabama. Right. Six and seven figures. You and know the I mean? books won that bet most likely because uh, most of those people didn't get it at three and a half early and didn't buy the hook. And nobody most that people had three and a half or four, and if you bet it really late, you got four and a half a lot of places. Well, it, well my point is, is people and the people that were betting fifty and hundred thousand dollars, they weren't betting the money line. They were taking the fucking points. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, they lost. So the money line guys that won, you're talking nickel players, uh, guys like Tony Coffee. Shout out to Tony Coffee, one of our salesmen in the front yeah. room, been. Uh, stealing basically our games like some of these guys tried to. Hits a fucking 10-teamer last night. Yes, he did. Uh, $11 paid him $9,000. 8800 8800 Congratulations, little guy. You think he... I was wondering why he was late today. That's why. He's uh, celebrating. Well, he's got to peel off his percent. I mean, we're like a mob. He's got to pay our 15%. You ain't we? lying. Yeah, we, so we, we need our cut. Bring in our fucking cut. Real simple. Shout out to Coffee. Hits a fucking 10-teamer that pays $8,800. You know the funny thing? That's his second one in um, two weeks. Second one in two weeks. Yeah, fucking believe yeah, Some people can't hit holes in... Listen. Certain people can't hit a hole in one. Certain people never hit a royal flush. And certain people never hit a ten team. Well, he said the reason he bet eleven dollars is because uh, he hey, was... Darren, it's all I fucking. Hey, 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 hey no, hey, it's all I have my hey, pocket. Hey, huh? skipper, huh? fucking hey, Jackie, hey, fucking. Uh, hey, the hey, fucking, Darren. hey, the girl came down hard on me. Hey, hey Darren, what day? I had twenty six hundred dollars. I fucking lost it all. I started fucking drinking and gambling. Can I get some inbound? I said coffee. Why only eleven dollars, <laughs> man? I mean, I understand it's a ten teamer. What are you doing? He's like, this is a, this was a lottery ticket, man. He said I was in the casino drinking, gambling. Lost 2600 The old lady was fucking furious. He said and it was just a lottery ticket. Threw $11 down on a 10-teamer and hit the motherfucker for 8800 Unbelievable. Think he'll tell her? Yeah, I think he'll. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs>
Honey, I got the money back. I don't think Jackie's going to have any clue about that <laughs> fucking ticket hit, my friend. Right. Let's get into the show, talk about what we can make some money. As you know, the VIP Sports Podcast is to help you guys be better sports betters, make you more educated, and more importantly, make you a lot more fucking money. Let's get into the NFL Divisional Round Playoffs. Who's that brought to us by, Skip? Paperhead. Uh-huh. You want to go ahead and hit that? Hit the ground running. Start your own business with the best player management software in the industry, paperhead.com. And today, they're offering an exclusive bookie boot camp, which will show you how to be your own boss, start making some real money. Go ahead and jot down the link that's appearing just underneath us right now. should be right on your screen there. Jot that down. It's paperhead.com. Sign up for the 14-day bookie boot camp, where you'll also get 50% off of Paperhead's stellar platform. Get the actionable lessons to build your business right away, right now. Get the resources to help you grow your empire directly from the people who pioneered this business. This offer is exclusively for the fans of the VIP Sports Podcast. Go ahead and act right now. And if you're like Steve Stevens, you bet big and you live larger, there's no better place than paperhead.com. Fair enough? Let's talk about the playoffs last week. Uh, we said a couple different things. We said the under in the Kansas City game, for example, mm-hmm. six and two in their last eight games. Right. Okay. Chiefs have historically struggled at home against the Tennessee Titans with a one and four straight up and against the spread record in their last five home games against Tennessee. Uh, I personally said that uh, they started off five and zero, oh, then they went one and six, mm-hmm. then they went four and zero. Oh. I said, is that going to be strong enough to come out and kill someone? I said, no. This is at the point of the year where you don't trust them. As did a I, matter of fact, or did I not? As a matter of fact, what we said was we couldn't fucking trust either one of these correct. teams with the point spread. And right? the play was on the under. Correct. Tennessee in their last seven games as a betting favorite in the playoffs, and the Chiefs are one and six against the spread. Tennessee run the game outright, 22-21. That is correct. And the under came in. Under. Just like we said, ladies and gentlemen. We're not one of those shows that preview uh, every single angle and every single game. We give you uh, five or six games a week, and no bullshit, it's 90% every it, fucking it's time. It's unfucking believable. It's actually amazing. It's unbelievable the percentage that we've hit the entire football season giving you guys some free opinions on this show. You know what it's done, It's though? absolutely unbelievable. It's actually It's cost ran- us a lot of business. It's co- Well, I was just going to say, not only has it cost us business, people not calling us, but we ran off all the haters. Right. Where's all the guys oh. talking shit? You suck. Yep. Where's your record? You know, see, now that we do a show when it's recorded, yep. they can't say a motherfucking thing. One thing I have noticed, <laughs> one thing I have noticed about those douchebags on RX Forum <laughs> yeah. that, that like to talk a lot of shit. Maybe they need to watch our yeah. show a little those bit. Pussies, more. <laughs> those pussies, those those pussies that sit behind their computer all Broke day dicks, yeah. and type in fucking bullshit. Some you got you got no on. you got no money, no life, apartment. No, living. you get no fucking pussy. Your your fucking dog even hates but you. But more importantly, your, okay? your your job sucks and you make no money. Yeah, you're a loser. And you're right. They haven't been able to say anything about they, the fucking... Because we have a podcast The information now. we give is fucking golden. How can you break... Listen, how can you put a comment into our... We're 151 episodes deep. Yeah. How do you put anything negative about our game sucking 80, when we're 80 plus percent... 80 percent of what we every say... Every week. 80 percent of what we say about the games this weekend, the games we preview, absolutely fucking come true. Well, we also said the Falcons are eighth in the NFL in points allowed mm-hmm. uh, at 19.7. Uh, they're top 12 against the pass and the run. They've allowed more than 21 points just once in their last six games. Atlanta held the highest scoring team in the NFL 
the Rams to just 13. We gave that points. under out in the last podcast. Uh, we made that very, very yeah. clear. That uh, in fact, we said uh, I believe we said that Atlanta was 11 and three to the under. Yeah. their last 14 games. We said on paper that looked like an Atlanta money line and fucking under. I'm unbelievable. Back to that Kansas City game, uh, real quick. Andy Reid factor right there. Shout out to Andy Reid. If you ever coach again in the NFL, somebody's just giving their money away. Some owner is absolutely just throwing their money away. Yeah, but you know, I know Andy Reid's got a legacy. I know he's a winner. He's not a winner. He wins during the regular season. This guy cannot win a postgame to he save per- his fucking he- life. He's lost six straight fucking home playoff games. It, they, they, if this guy coaches another game in the NFL, shame, shame on whoever's writing a paycheck to him. No, he needs to be VP of operations and sit up yeah. in the booth. Hear me out. Let me tell well, you why. Or an offensive coordinator, perhaps. No, no, no. You know what he produces? Well, you probably he, don't. He can't motivate anybody. He's produced seven people that have worked under him. I know that. Are now head coaches. I know. He's got an army of underlings. He creates underlings I, that are out of this fucking right. world. World, dude. Andy, listen. make him a GM. Andy, I love you. I loved you back. You know when you were with the Eagles. Seems you're, like if you work a, for him, you learn a lot. You're a good dude, Andy. You're a nice fucking guy. He knows the fundamentals. Okay? You can't get the job done. You're the guy that gets hard, fondles a woman, little foreplay, sticks it in. She don't feel it. She's not nothing. You can't. Get, oh yeah, no. You can't get the job. You gotta done, get the Andy. job done. You gotta. In order to have her drop a tear or get the shivers, you gotta start off eating that thing. You gotta hammer it. <laughs> Maybe even put a finger in the asshole and uh, try something go. new. You've got to go hard. You got to make sure you lay her out. You can't just have her wanting more. I mean, how do you come out in the second half and not score a fucking point after you totally dominated that team in the first half of the game? Yeah. I mean, you're a horrible, horrible motivator. What did you do in the locker room? Go in there and smoke a little weed, have a cup of coffee. He should have called say, me and say, "Okay, guys, let's go back out." He should have put Steve That's Stevens it. on intercom. I would have motivated them motherfuckers like they never been motivated before. Absolutely. My, All right. my son and I were talking about it. Actually, <coughs> they should have had you and Steve in the locker room at halftime. Oh no doubt. I, 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 I would have had them ready to go out and fight for their fucking <coughs> life. Uh, after how do you that. let that happen? Shame on you, Andy Reid. The Andy Reid factor. All right. Well, let's move on. Like I just told you, uh, we also <laughs> said the Bills had the fourth fewest. Total yards in the NFL, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I don't even know how the Bills got to the playoffs. Uh, watching that game uh, told me that they shouldn't have made the playoffs. San Diego, and that their team was, it was fucking embarrassing. San Diego would have uh, performed much better. Well, Taylor had several chances to win that game for him and come and back. The Bills he didn't could have easily won that game. Jacksonville played like shit. Yeah, he, he didn't perform. Oh, and fucking RIP to Jacksonville next week. <laughs> well, this week. <laughs> this week. Be careful. Oh, you are in fucking trouble. We said the Bills, like I said, had the fourth... Fewest yards in the NFL, and McCoy accounted for more than 31% of them via rushing and receiving. Mm-hmm. Bill's offensive line was playing its best and at the, end of this, at the end of the season, but handling Calias Campbell, Malik Jackson, and the rest of the Jacksonville front seven uh, is a tall task. Uh, result, McCoy struggled, and Jacksonville's defense was dominant. They held Buffalo to three points. Pretty much just the way we told you. And those nine points and were fucking golden. Way too many points. That not only were they golden, but I think Skip and I told you, this, this, these are two teams that won't make it far. This playoff, that game right there was just ugly as fuck. Shout out to my man Brian out there in Nebraska. You know who you are. Goddamn right. Both Saturday games and one Sunday game were under, Skipper. And both road teams won outright Saturday, Skipper. Mm-hmm. The books cleaned the fuck up. Yes, they did. NFL playoffs are not the smartest games to be betting right now. Last week, all four underdogs and three out of the four games went under. Yes. So you're talking four underdogs out of the four games and four unders. So for all those people out there in America, which 90% of them bet what, Skip? 
the favorites, and the over. And the over. There was a lot of sad people in you, the sports book this week. A lot of guys out there borrowing their wife's tampons to stick in their ass because it's a bleeding lot like of a people, A lot of people title pawning their cars uh, yeah. on, mon- on Monday morning. Uh, get you, get, <laughs> hey, title back with title max. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How many people hit title max after the fucking playoff games this weekend? I, I know the, pay, the, 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 uh, uh, the cash advance places were busy this weekend. <laughs> the pawn shops were fucking busy. The, uh, the title loan places were... Let, they had lines out the door for people trying to cash in on their titles. Oh, shit. Uh, the books were smiling all weekend. Four underdogs covered, all four, four and oh, three unders and only one over to Saints game. But I will tell you, that doesn't mean you don't bet them. That just means you pick up the phone, one call, that's all. That's Call VIPSportsLasVegas.com. Yeah. Let me show you what the real fucking OG does. Right. Like I said, the VIP Sports Podcast is all about the legalization uh, of sports betting and making you a better sports better. period. And what separates my show from every other show I'm third generation, born and raised in Las Vegas, and Skip and I actually put our money where our mouth is. You want to listen to a show of a guy that talks about sports betting and doesn't bet games? Why would you listen to a motherfucker talk about sports betting that doesn't bet? A guy that can't show you tickets. guy that can't show you results. We show you results. We talk about games that win, and we actually bet the games we talk about. So... That's what you get out of our show versus everybody else. I'll tell you another thing that's different about our show and everyone else. <coughs> Go ahead. We actually went? Marijuana. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know, I, don't ha- I didn't smoke any today. I wanted to stay focused on the podcast today. because uh, <laughs> I sound like I've been smoking. Yeah, well, you know, you've definitely been smoking Marlboro Lights. Marlboro Lights, Kino, and whiskey, my friend. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, if uh, the digital camera's moved over a little bit, there's a gigantic bottle of Crown well, here. There it is, the my friend. Of, uh, and Crown and ginger. Shout know, out to Doc from Florida for the Crown and ginger. Yeah, I really appreciate that uh, Christmas gift, Doc. You're a good dude. You brought a uh, chicken fillet uh, yeah. last time he was here. Doc's a beast, man. Which, by the way, uh, how is Chick-fil-A going? I'm born and raised in the West Coast. It's I slow- don't like it. it. I can't stand it. It slowed down, believe it or I, not. Well, I don't think the West Coast is embracing it. Well, you know, I don't think I, we I was, are. I was discussing I think this. it's a shit sandwich. I, uh, I love Chick-fil-A, bro. Uh, listen. If you're, but listen, it doesn't make you a bad guy. You were born with it. On the fucking I wasn't East. born with Chick-fil-A. On I the mean, East Coast, you were. We didn't have that out we, here. We had Chick-fil-A around, yeah. If I would have had it out here, I probably would have ate and got used to it. Uh, Chick- I don't like it. Chick-fil-A makes a nice uh, chicken breast sandwich. Shout out to Farm Basket if you want a real chicken fucking sandwich. Fucking Farm Basket blows. Las Vegas, baby. You want a real chocolate? You want farm a real chicken basket. sandwich? That's some Go to Farm Basket, born and raised OG Vegas That's shit. That's some straight hood shit. Go farm get your clucker. Goddamn right, I'm from the Farm Basket. Go get your motherfucking clucker or a gobbler while your bookie gobbles my balls. <laughs> they do have a sandwich called the clucker or something. The clucker is the chicken yeah. sandwich, and the, the gobbler cl- is the, the, is the, the turkey. That's the worst fucking shit I've ever had yeah, in my okay. life. okay. That's a real chicken breast on Chick-fil-A a fucking sandwich. Chick-fil-A and Farm Basket ain't even the same sentence. Dude. You're right, because uh, one is fresh and cooks it right there. Come on. The other is manufactured on a fucking mass level. It's funny you mention it, though. Chick-fil-A is a booming business. It's uh, one of the number one fast food fucking in the, in the world besides McDonald's. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, they do a hell of a business, and when they first opened up here in town, the lines were so long, they had the police over there directing fucking traffic. So now, let me... Now, not so much. It's no, di- not at all. It's died down. Yeah. And I was just... Raising Cane's has taken over, bud. Raising Cane's is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> well, wh- where would you guys rather go? Raising Cane's for chicken or Chick-fil-A? That's no contest. Chick-fil-A, hands down. Uh, West Coast, motherfucking uh, Raising Cane's all day. No. You guys make that comment. Raising Cane's or Chick-fil-A? The reason why it's died down, I was having a discussion with my wife since you mentioned it, is because... Well, obviously, this is if Vegas. you're thinking about this, it, it's this happened. Is, this is Vegas. There's so many fucking options. Yeah. This is one of the greatest cities in the world when it comes to cuisine, my friend. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
you can get anything any time of the day, pretty much. I mean, that, oh, from pussy to chicken sandwich, yeah. absolutely, uh, to sports better, to sports better, to alcohol, to right. to marijuana. On every corner, legal. You ain't lying. Speaking of that, let's take a little break and get a shot. You're right. Let's move on. Uh, we're going to pop in over that bottle of Crown Royal, see if we can't take a shot. When we come back, we'll preview these playoff games, and maybe, just maybe, I'll reveal my play of the year. Fair enough? Right after the break. like making money, correct? I'm Steve Stevens. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie. I'm the bookie killer. Whether you're here in town on business or to flat out gamble, don't forget, sports betting is a multi-billion dollar industry and you deserve your fair share. Call 877-220-6540 or go to VIPSportsLasVegas.com, mention this ad, and get a $500 personal play absolutely free. See you in the winner's circle. BetDSI.com. Over 20 years in business, A-plus rated and fast and free payment of winnings with odds on all sports and global events. Get a free 25 bucks right now to try the site and a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Go to BetDSI.com now because it's only a game until you bet it. You didn't see it, huh? No. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're now tuned into the VIP Sports Podcast. I'm Darren Otero, a.k.a. Steve Stevens, sitting here with my co-host, the Big Skipper. Uh, I told you guys when we came back from the break, we were going to preview uh, this weekend's games. And by the way, I'm releasing my game of the year in the NFL. Skip will go over that promotion later. That game costs 2500 by itself. Whatever promotion that he runs later, make sure you call and get it. I don't want to see the players be the only ones that get paid. NFL playoff game of the year. Single largest wager in the playoffs goes this weekend. Biggest bet. It's going to be the biggest bet the rest of the NFL season, I'm going to go ahead and say. Absolutely. And before we get into the break, um, uh, I just want to give a shout out from the bottom of my heart. Um, as you know, Skipper, uh, we entered a, a deal and endeavored with a Podcast One, which was one of the biggest podcast companies out there. I want to give a shout out to Kit. I love you because I don't want any burned bridges at all. One thing about you and I is we don't burn any bridges uh, with anything that we do. Um, all of our listeners know that, you know, we had a deal with Podcast One. And for us and my company and VIP Sports Podcast right now, um, Podcast One just isn't for us. I'd rather you hear it from my mouth rather than somebody else. I personally made the decision to pull out of our deal with Podcast One uh, due to the fact that um, wasn't getting done what I needed to get done. I had a lot of sponsors that I had with me that I was collecting a lot of money on. I brought myself and my show over to Podcast One. I handed all my sponsors to them. I handed all the money to them. And in return, I got nothing. So I'm not bad-mouthing you guys. At just this point in my career, I make more money and get more views on YouTube uh, than I did with you guys. You know, shout out to everybody on your network out there. I hope it works out great. My idea of getting on Podcast One was to increase our show and make it bigger and in fact, it just took away half of my money and made us smaller. So, Kit and Podcast One, I love you. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, one time uh, in the future, when you realize what you had, um, 
uh, when you realize the type of guy that me and Skip are, and you realize like it's so easy to market us, and you could have got millions of dollars uh, from us, give us a call back and we'll work something out. Because the day I sit around for a $200 true car ad, it's the day that uh, I suck your guys' cock live on television. <laughs> I love you. Thanks for uh, giving us an honest <coughs> shot. But VIP Sports Podcast is trying to move in bigger ways. Your company's bigger than ours. You're, you're the biggest podcast company out there. You just couldn't do nothing for us. So I gracefully had to bow out. Thought you'd rather hear it from me first uh, than anybody else. Welcome back from the break. Let's preview some NFL, Steve. Atlanta minus two and a half at Philly with a total of 41 and a half. Mm. You're just the guy I want to talk about this game with, my friend. I'm sure you do. You got Eagles flying high. You got your hat on. You Mm -hmm. got your fucking sweatshirt on. You got Foles as your quarterback. Speaking of Rodney Dangerfield. You're fucked. Speaking of Rodney Dangerfield. Speaking of Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. We get no respect. Well, Foles is going to have to step up and do a man's job, and I don't know if he can, my friend. Okay, well, you say what you want to say, and then give me two minutes to say what I want to say. Eagles are the first ever number one seed ever, mm-hmm. ever, to begin the playoffs as an underdog. Right? Let me go over that with you. No respect. I, I agree. The, the sports books are showing you no. Well, are they showing your team no respect or Foles only? Uh, we're going to find out. But who's getting the no respect? It's just your quarterback. Everybody yeah, respects. They act like there's no one else on the fucking team. That's what I mean. The team is still the same team. They are badass, but we've seen it many times. If you don't have a leader, your team is nothing. Shout out to Green Bay. Without Rodgers, they, they literally were the worst team I'd ever seen. Seattle, if they didn't have that, I mean, certain teams don't play without their quarterback, Skip. So Give me 90 seconds. All right, let me, let me finish first. Give me 90 seconds. They're the first team ever in history uh, to begin the playoffs as an underdog, Mm -hmm. as a number one seed, Mm -hmm. okay? This is a result, of course, of losing MVP candidate Carson Wentz. The Atlanta Falcons opened up as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Eagles in Saturday's divisional round game. It's pretty much three everywhere right now. The Eagles know that they are underdogs in this game, Mm -hmm. and they are a little bit fucking upset from what I understood. They feel like they've been disrespected. They have been. They know what the line is, and they're a little bit pissed off. Mm -hmm. They know very well that they're underdogs in this game, and they will use that as motivation here. Mm -hmm. The Eagles have uh, been home dogs in their playoffs twice, dating back to 1995, and guess what? They won both games as underdogs. Go figure. So write that down as well, ladies and gentlemen. The Eagles have been home dogs in the playoffs twice, uh, dating back to 95, and they won both of those games. That don't really mean shit. Well, I mean, it's 100%. Talking about a 20-year-old star. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, completely different players, completely different game, Mm -hmm. completely different rules. I mean, it... What we used to call a touchdown now and a catch is no longer. Yeah, exactly. So the total has gone under in nine of the Falcons' last 12 games against the Eagles. Write this down. Write that down. The total has gone under in nine of the last 12 games against the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Falcons are one and seven straight up and one and six against the spread in their last eight games on the road against the Eagles. Atlanta's two and five against the spread in its last seven road games. The Eagles are five and two against the spread in the last seven games at home. But... Be careful because the Eagles are just one and four against the spread in their last five games overall. That is correct. So uh, what I would point out here is that the total has gone under in nine of the Falcons' last 12 games when they played the Eagles. In addition to that, uh, I believe it is 12 and three now. Last 15 games for Atlanta, 12 of them have been under. Um, Atlanta is a road under team. Now, let me just talk about the disrespect real quick. Then, and then I'm going to tell you my – well, let me just finish up. My opinion in this game, if Atlanta can knock don't off – Don't say too much because we don't want to give away what the game of the, the playoff game of the year is. This is all I want to say. If Atlanta can knock off the Eagles, 
Atlanta has a real good shot at that Super Bowl. Mm. Here's the other wow. thing. Here, here's the other There's thing. There's a bold statement. Here's another thing I'll say. Eagles will beat Atlanta. Eagles lose their next game. Go ahead. Wow. Okay. Well, the Eagles, number one rushing defense in the NFL. Oh, this is the disrespect. Okay, write this down. Reasons why Philly's getting disrespected. Go ahead. What is it, Skip? Disrespected. Number because one. The, the, the numbers show them number one in every fucking field. Go Eagles, ahead. number one rushing defense in the NFL. Number one rushing. The Eagles, number one red zone offense in the NFL. Number one red zone in the off- NFL. Eagles, number one home record the last two years. Number one home record in two years. Eagles, top five, third down defense. Top five team when it comes down to third down. Top five teams in takeaways. Top five teams in takeaways. Top five teams in turnover differential. <laughs> I get it. Okay? <laughs> I get it now. La- last year, Atlanta came to They Ph- are disrespecting you guys big time. Last year, Atlanta came to Philly. Atlanta scored 15 points. Mm. It's the same crew, bro- brother. It's the same crew Atlanta's coming into town with. Well, tell these motherfuckers. The same fucking crew. Uh-huh. You're coming up against the number one rushing defense in the fucking league. Last year when we played you, you came to the link, you put up 15 points. Now, let me, two other things I'd like to say. Wild card teams in the second round, 9 and 17 straight up. They only win 33% of the time. A wild card team, when they get, they, if, they, if they won the first round, which Atlanta was the wild card team, Wild card teams in the second round are just 9 and 17 straight up. Okay, but why don't you add in the fact that, uh, I guarantee that stat ain't correct when you add in the fact that... Uh, what do you they, mean it ain't correct? Well, they were in the Super Bowl last year. A of little course bit, it's correct. A little bit different than an average wild card. Uh, wild, We're talking about Atlanta Falcons that was in the Super Bowl last matter. year versus a shit team that made the, that the wild year. card. Of course... Any wild it, card team, uh, wild, last 26 times... A wild card team that gets to the second round. They lose game two? They're 9-17 and 17 straight up. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't say anything about the point spread. But if they're going to lose straight up, they're a favorite anyway. So, one other thing. Average teams. One That's o- not Atlanta, the team that was in the Super Bowl. One other thing. Matty Ice, 1-3 when he comes to Philly. He's been in Philly three, uh, four times. He's only won once. And last year, he put up 15 points against uh, the Eagles in Philly with the same fucking team he's coming in with this year. I got a, one last thing to say about this game, people. Have you ever heard of a fucking guy named Rocky Balboa? Yeah, I had. Well, gets his ass whooped and wins in the end. Philly, baby. So that popped up, huh? All right. All right, no fucking respect. Speaking of Rodney Dangerfield. All right. Keep T- talking shit. Let's move. Well, like I said, I agree with Skip. Uh, they're number one in everything, top five in almost everything you possibly can be top five in. And they get no respect. They're coming in as an underdog. That's going to be a game to be seen, and it's all on the hand of Carson Wentz being an MVP superstar, not being in the game. It's the first game Saturday, so we're going to find out. Tennessee at New England. Uh, New England minus 13. This is an odd game, okay? Uh, People, you talk about no respect, including you. Nobody's respected New England all year. All they've done is cover for people. All they've done is make you money. All they do is cover the spread. All they do is win the game outright. You talk about no fucking respect. People get scared of New England, and all they do is cover. Patriots get enough fucking respect. The fifth-seeded Tennessee Titans hope to continue their NL, uh, their playoff run with another upset in Saturday's AFC divisional round matchup with the top-seeded New England Patriots as big road underdogs. Yeah, 13-point well, dogs. Tennessee ain't going to happen. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Patriots opened as a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. Total was 48 early in the week. Uh, here's some trends. New England has gone 9-1 and one against the spread 
in its last 10 games as a favorite. Write that down. That's why I don't know why all you people are so fucking scared of them. They put a minus 8, a minus 10, a minus 13, minus 15, so you don't bet them because of the high spread as a favorite. Well, let me read it to you one more fucking time. We said it last week's podcast. Nine New England ten. has gone 9-1 one. Nine and one against the spread as a favorite in their last 10 games. We said it last week. Tennessee is 0-5 uh, straight up and 1-4 and against the spread in their last five games on the road against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So you guys are pretty much fucked. Total has gone over in seven of the Patriots' last 10 games at home. What are you seeing here on the over-under? Here's the thing. This might be my game of the year. It might not be. Don't want to talk much about this game, Skip. Last 10 home games for the Patriots, seven of them have gone over. Okay. Uh, and, again, and they cover. Nine and one against the spread. Last 10 times they've been favored, and they're favored every fucking week. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, everybody looks to bet a total in this game, but yet, as a favorite, Patriots are nine and one. I wouldn't be scared of the points. Let's move on to Jacksonville versus Pittsburgh at minus seven and a half. Totals 41. You see something wrong with that total, Skip, or you see something wrong with that line? I see a lot of things wrong. So do I. Do you want me to be quiet on this game particularly? Or? Well, I, I just don't want you to give it away. Well, let me recap it. Uh, Jacksonville, uh, a team that played okay. They got into the playoffs. How they, how they made it, I mean, that, that last, last week's game watching them play was almost Disgusting. hurtful. I couldn't even, yeah. it didn't even seem like an NFL game Painful. to me. It seemed like XFL or something. It was fucking embarrassing. Painful. 3-3 three, three and a half, Tom? Yeah. Jacksonville at Pittsburgh, 7 and a half with a 41. Jacksonville Jaguars upset the Steelers. Now listen to me. 30 to 9 in week number five as a seven and a half point road underdog. Yes, they went into Pittsburgh in week five this year and, and pounded them 30 to 9. They were more than a touchdown underdog. Well, that's and, why uh, the line's seven and a half and, and not 15. And they beat them by three touchdowns. As rookie running it's back. It's the same line as it was in week five. Yeah. Pitt- Pittsburgh was laying seven it's and a half. It's identical. It's same, identical. Same line. Now keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, Pittsburgh got pounded uh, 30 to 9 in that game. Leonard Fournette. Uh, had a season high of 181 yards and two touchdowns. So, Fournette obviously runs through these motherfuckers like he, there's no he, problem. He went crazy on them. Also, ben, also, Big Ben threw five interceptions that day, mm. which I guarantee you, you will not see again. Mm. Five interceptions he threw in that day. It's going to be hard to win the that game, Jackson, Big Ben. That Jacksonville secondary is beast, dude. Well, not only that, and, but... And not to mention their defensive line. You don't think that's still on Ben's mind, that he threw five mm. interceptions and got pounded by these motherfuckers earlier in week Could five? there be a revenge factor in the Steel City this weekend? Or is there a, a, a scared factor? Does the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers think that uh, Jacksonville... They will came, pound them? They or? came in here, whooped our ass last time in week five. It's in their mind that he, I threw. You bet your ass it's in their mind. I threw five interceptions. They mm-hmm. beat the fuck out of us. Yeah. And Fournette made us look dumb as a motherfucker. Yeah. That was just in week five, guys, uh, a little bit over 11, 12 weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Like I said, Big Ben's going to have to play a lot better, and so is their defense. Steelers came out six and a half point favor in this game. It went up to seven pretty quickly. So, uh, as soon as it hit the board, some early money came in on Pitt. Line's pretty much seven, seven and a half all, hey, over, Skip, all over town. Big fucking difference in betting Pittsburgh at six and a half and seven and You half. can find sevens. There's sevens out there. So There's, you find yeah. that seven, you get it to six and a half, mm-hmm. you know, you got a shot. You talk about anything in the seven and a half, eight, nine, or ten, you're getting in some fucking deep waters is all I can tell the you. The Jacksonville Jaguars are 12 and five against the spread. Their last 17 games against the Steelers. Hold on. They just pounded Write them out. Write that down. They just beat them 30 to nine in week five. Say that again, Skip. Jacksonville is 12 and 5 against the spread the last 17 times they played Pittsburgh. Mm. Well, talk about a team that has their number, huh? 
the to- you ain't lying. I mean, not only on paper, but they have the same players. Total has gone under in the Jacksonville's last three games against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So the last three times they played, the game went under. This is a game right here where if you're at the bar and you have your jersey on, you might want to look to bet the total and just root for the game, if you know what I mean. Perhaps. Perhaps not. Steelers are 4-0 against the spread in their last five games in the divisional round. Correct. It is a divisional game. So got to be real careful in that game, ladies and gentlemen. Seems to be on paper. Jacksonville has their card, but I don't like Jacksonville's team. Never have. Last year made me sick. Their quarterback sucks. Quarterback is the worst quarterback I've ever seen in my life, and the only reason why they won last week is the motherfucker was scrambling and running. You ain't doing that against Pitt. However, Big Ben can't throw five interceptions, and you better stop Fournette or you're in for a hell of a fucking Big day. Big Ben can't move either. He's you're not in exactly for a hell of a fucking day. He's not exactly a scrambler, and against that well, fucking defense. Why do you think he threw five interceptions? He can't scramble. Against that defense, look out. Let's move on to our last game, Skip. Saints against the Minnesota Vikings at four. We said the Saints would come marching in, didn't we? Oh, when the Saints. Well, they got their hands full. Come marching in. Well, they're playing some old school Vikings. Uh, and like I said, the Saints and the Vikings. I would have to say if there was one game to watch, this, is this the will most, be the best NFL game on TV. This is the most intriguing game to me this weekend. It's going to be the most hard-hitting, hard-nosed fucking game out there. They're equally matched up. Two teams that are looking to win. And two teams that actually had a fucking real good season. Heavy, heavy money coming in on Minnesota. The game opened. As it should. The game opened Minnesota minus three and a half. It's up to five in a lot of circles now, Steve. And and it should. That line is not a fake line. That is a legitimate line. Total came out at 45. It's up to 46 and a half. Minnesota could easily pound them out. Heavy money on Minnesota. Heavy money on the over. Hey, uh, but like I said, yeah. So we're definitely going to see who gets pounded harder in this game. Uh, Vikings opened up, like you said, four and a half point favorite. Total was three four, and a half, actually. I mean, three and a half point favorite. Total was 44 early in the week. It's can, up to 46 and a half now. Can I be on? Yeah, I mean, and the line is Minnesota <laughs> minus five. Ladies and gentlemen, hands down, the play in this game is the total. Uh, it's pretty easy to fucking see. Mm. I, I don't really have to go over it. Saints are a good team. Minnesota's a good team. Both teams score. Uh, you're looking at a solid football game here. New Orleans saw its running game shut down last week and was able to fall back on the arm of Drew Brees, who threw for 376 yards in a 31-26 home win over the Carolina Panthers. Vikings are 9-2 against their spread. You guys, are you writing this down? I am. Vikings are 9-2 against the spread in their last 11 games. Mm. Vikings are 9-2 and two against the spread. Everybody knows. And their last 11 games. So basically, they're balling out of fucking control, and they're covering the fucking spread. Not last year, not three years ago, not when Drew Brees doesn't wear his cup, period. In their last 11 games, they've won nine, and they covered the fucking spread. Now, be, now be careful, because the Saints are 12-5 and five against the spread on the road in their last 12-5-1. and one against the spread on the road in their last 18 games. And you got two teams that cover here. The only scenario is that the Saints, when they play Minnesota, they're 2-7 and seven against the spread against the Vikings. They definitely... Saints play well on the road. They cover on the road, uh, which is unusual. A couple years back, you can recall, they were one of the worst road teams in the league. These are two, not the worst. These are probably the two of the top five road teams in the fucking league. Both of these teams cover, Steve. Yeah, yes, they do. And you have to win on the road, as you've said many times, to be a championship mm-hmm. team. So... Um, we'll see what happens. Do you think Minnesota's home team uh, has the advantage of being home in this particular game? Uh, of course, they got a major Goddamn advantage. Goddamn right they do. Vikings are 9-2 and two against the spread in their last 11 games, like I told you. Minnesota's 7-1 straight up, 5-2 and two against the spread at home this season. 
So not only do they cover, they cover at home. Saints are two and seven against the spread in their last nine games right. against the Vikings. In like the series. Skip said. But be careful. Saints are 12 and five, like Skip just said a second ago, in their last 18 games on the road. Yes. Total has gone over in seven of the Saints last nine games. Mm. Oh my God. Over. Over. <laughs> in seven of the last nine games. I won't say nothing else. All right. Anyway, Skipper, do me a favor. So that was their free pick, the over in the Saints game. Do you have any energy in you to go ahead and run that fucking ad? Because, <clears throat> by the way, I am releasing, ladies and gentlemen, I am releasing a game which is my NFL game of the year. Playoff game of the year. It's going to be my biggest wager of the playoffs yet. It's going to be a six-figure game, and it's a game that I need you to take advantage of. I'm going to give the floor to Skip so he can tell you how to take advantage. You still have some holiday bills piling up? You got two mortgage payments that you're behind. You got a car payment that needs to be made. You got some child support that's got to be taken care of. 877-220-6540. As you just heard, the most feared sports better in the world is releasing his NFL playoff game of the year. It's the biggest bet he's going to make on a playoff game in 2018. This is it. It's a six-figure move. You deserve this game. You've been sitting on the sofa. You've been sitting behind your computer in your office. You've been listening to us for two years, and you still haven't called. Now's the time. NFL playoff game of the year. Call me Friday before 5 o'clock Pacific. You'll get Friday's basketball, Saturday and Sunday's basketball, and the NFL playoff game of the year. $99 for the entire weekend. We're fucking giving it away, guys. I'm handing it to you on a silver platter. 877-220-6540. Three-day weekend. Call Friday before 5 o'clock Pacific. $99 the entire weekend. I don't know what else you want them to do. You have an opportunity for a $100 bill to deal with the number one documented individual in the world and get the same play that I'm betting six figures on. Doesn't get any better than that, my friend. You have no excuse not to get paid this weekend. Moving on, a uh, little off-the-field news here real quick, a story that I thought was funny. 22-year-old woman, well, it's not funny at all, actually. If the roles were reversed, it would be funny. That's what I wanted to ask you about. 22-year-old woman woke up to find a man sexually assaulting her while she slept aboard a Spirit Airline flight to Detroit. Jesus Christ. Well, there's two things that I say about sexually this. Sexually assaulting her while the, she was sleeping. Correct. Now, that is fucking ridiculous. What, but was, she, what was he doing? Well, well, there's two things that I'm going to say about this. Number one, don't fly to Detroit. Number two, don't ever fly Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it, man. I was on an emergency. Listen, real quick. I was on an emergency fucking landing one time uh, on, a, on a plane coming back from uh, Orlando, Florida, flying into Atlantic City when I was uh, living back on the East Coast. Took my family down to Disney World. We were flying the fuck back into Atlantic City Airport on Spirit Airline. Emergency fucking uh, landing. The landing gear wouldn't come down, Steve. Oh, I'd had a nervous... The, oh, the fuck. I was the biggest pussy on... Oh, the, I'd had a nervous... I'd had a heart attack. I was the biggest pussy on the plane. It was the fucking most terrifying fucking thing I've ever gone through in my life. Uh, I had my whole fucking family on the plane. I had my grandfather... Everybody. My grandfather, my mother-in-law, my wife, my fucking uh, daughter. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, so the whole generation was We're going. all going the fuck the down. The whole last name would have been done in that fucking... Couldn't get the landing gear out. We circled the airport for 45 minutes, leaving uh, the, letting the fuel run out. And it's, it was nighttime, so I'm looking out the fucking windows, and I see nothing but flashing lights like fire trucks. Oh, I'd have had a nervous breakdown. Fire trucks, paramedics down on the runway just waiting for us to fucking crash. Fuck that. 
Spirit Airline. Uh, they'll never be a sponsor of ours. Fu- no, they weren't. I don't think they'll sponsor anybody. But according, check this out. According to the Association of Flight Attendants, mm-hmm. one out of five flight attendants surveyed from a group of 2,000 last year said that they had received a report of a passenger being sexually assaulted. Well, I'll be damned. Well, let me ask you a question, Skip. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were single, of course, and this was for both of us, if you were single, right. uh, and, you know, we were flying to uh, Florida, like I said, you woke up, your shirt was untucked, your zipper's down, your cock was out, and there was a person next to you was a semi-attractive older woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you react? Why did she have to be an older woman? Passenger, because I'm just giving an example of the... Uh, so if I woke up, my shirt was untucked, and my zipper was down? Yeah, and I... Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd get her name and number and fucking probably follow her off the plane. Well, I'd give her a tip. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, uh, for a woman to be sexually assaulted by a male is completely out fucking rageous. Mm. That lady should sue and get a lot of money. You can't even fly on an airplane and go to sleep without getting fondled and sexually assaulted. Was Donald Trump on that plane? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. He probably was. Was, Har- was Harvey Weinstein on that plane? Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> She said she, oh, before she passed out, all she remembered was drinking some type of thing, talking to Bill Cosby. Yeah. No, but anyway, like I said, for a male, fuck, I would love to fly on spirit, fly asleep, go to sleep, wake up with my cock all freshly nutted from one of the stewardess. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't happen that way. No. But, uh, yeah, that's sick. That sounds like a dream, not an assault. Yeah, exactly. Well, for a male, yeah, but for a woman, oh. for a woman, if you got assaulted on a plane, like I said, if that right. was my wife, I'm coming right. to kill well, you. Well, you're asking me. Yeah. You basically, well, yeah. If I woke up with my shirt out of my pants and my zipper down, yeah. That was a good flight, huh? Yeah, you definitely fit. make sure you leave a tip, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be taking that plane again. Oh, fuck. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's that, talk about some college basketball real quick. College. No, hold on, hold on. We're, we're going to talk about something else first because I told you guys specifically four weeks ago, maybe five, that the John Gruden thing was happening Woo. for sure without any shadow of a doubt. Mm. John, we embrace you out here in Las Vegas. Chucky. We love you. You're a gangster. You're the perfect fit for the team to be in Las Vegas. Chucky. And I think you guys are going to build a fucking empire out here, Chuck. You're going to love it out here. Our fans and our locals are going to show you so much respect. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. However, I know they're building all the facilities in Henderson. Don't move to Henderson, homeboy. Why? No matter what. That's where the big skipper lives. You don't want to be near him. Henderson? He'll come knocking on your door looking for information. You don't want to be uh, nowhere near his ass. Hey, Chucky, let's go have a drink. Uh. <laughs> come on, Chucky, let's go play some four card. Tell me what's going on at camp. We're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk about John Gruden uh, getting picked up by the Raiders, and that's brought to you by our boys over there at BetDSI. Operating for more than 20 years, BetDSI.com is A-plus rated and offers fast payments uh, winnings with odds on all sports and global events. From the player who demands it all, including office pools, poker rooms, horse wagering, and skill games, to the well better who needs a no-nonsense high-limit sportsbook. BetDSI.com is the perfect choice. So if you're looking for the best solution to place your action, go to BetDSI.com, use the promotional code CHEDDER to get a $25 wager on the house and a 200% bonus on your first deposit. That's the promotion code CHEDDER. BetDSI.com, where it's only a game until you bet. You know it. Once again, I said the Raiders, my boy John Gruden was welcomed back for the second stint as the Raiders head coach in an elaborate introductory news conference in the team's performance center. Uh, More than 110 media members were present as well as 45, 50 former players, including nine Hall of Famers, Jim Otto, Howie Long, Tim Brown, Jerry Rice, Ted Hendricks, Mike Haynes, Dave Casper, Willie Brown, and James Lofton. Mm, Dave Casper. Uh, Yeah, Casper the ghost, baby. 
Others on hand included Tom Flores, Jim Plunkett, Cliff Branch, Charles Woodson, Rich Gannon. Although the Raiders coming off a 6-10 season could return to the playoff picture, and to, they could return to the playoffs in 2018, they will be in the playoffs in 2019. Big letdown 18, this year, man. 19 for sure, 18 possibly. Gruden's second tour of duty definitely should be hitting its stride by 2020 when the $1.9 billion Vegas Stadium is scheduled to open. Mm-hmm. I told you a lot of times that uh, due to the Oakland situation, they wanted them out of there. I told you that there was a good chance that we would have the Raiders out here to the Silver Bowl. Well, talk has changed a little bit, so there's a good chance that the Raiders will remain in Oakland, even though they don't have a contract for next year's season. Uh, if talk goes bad, I just want to let you know that we are completely prepared to bring them out here to the Silver Bowl and host them. You think there's a possibility of that happening still? No. I don't either. Uh, they've obviously made up and patched up. I do believe that the Raiders will play their entire next season in L.A., mm-hmm. in Oakland. Uh, let's move on to some college basketball, Skip. These are teams against the spread. Now, the reason why we're not getting into a lot of college basketball, it's our last podcast that we're talking about uh, college football. Mm -hmm. It's the last podcast that will go over a lot of football because it's playoffs. So we'll be talking about a little bit of playoffs next week, and then we're getting right into college basketball where all the money is to be made. Bottom fucking line. Grab a pen and a piece of paper and write this down. These are teams in college basketball that are on the top of the echelon, the top of the rim, top of the ladder, top of the roof. These are teams that cover the spread. The best teams that against, no, te- ag- the best teams against the spread in college basketball. Let me break it down in other words. These are teams that bottom line get, get you the motherfucking money. Right. If you're a sports better and you're betting, let me give you the number one teams to be betting, and let me tell you the number one teams that have made the most money against the spread. Go ahead, Skip. Bill and Mary. William, Billy. William and Mary. William and Mary. Now, Boy, one thing we tell you guys about college basketball is the reason why it's so profitable. You got these small schools out there that nobody knows a damn thing about. Correct. You don't have the time to do the research. You don't know what's going on. Correct. Unless you got scouts, unless you got beat writers and sports reporters and former players. Or people that, traveling with that the re- team. That report information into you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, unless you know. Like that team we had that you, yeah. they told you the whole team was sick and they yeah. lost by 70? Absolutely. One of those? Yeah, they lost oh. like you know, 48 okay. or something. Well, when the guy that travels uh, with the team is sitting right there next to him with yeah. the same flu that they right. have. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bottom line is these small schools, there's so many college basketball teams out there. Hell, what is there, 180 different teams, 160? Uh, who knows? I mean, I lost track. Bottom line is, you're not betting William & Mary. Did you know they were 9-1 against the spread? Absolutely not. William & Mary, South Alabama, 11-2 against the spread. Portland State, 11 How many and- times have you bet Portland State, guys? Do you even know one player? Do you even know where the fuck it's at? Portland State, 11-2 against the spread. Eastern Tennessee State. 9-2-1 and one against the spread. Don't forget Virginia's in there at number three with 10-2. and two. The only ranked team on the list is Virginia. Vir- number three, Virginia. Yeah. These top-ranked teams, Skip, you me keep- and you have said it like 10 different times that you do not want to play top 25 teams to cover right You'll now. You'll go broke in the There's long run. There's too many other fucking teams to bet. Too many small schools out there getting the money. Northern Kentucky, 10-3 and three against the spread this year. Mm. Let's just go over a list, and I want you guys to write them down so you at least have some information. Uh, William and Mary, nine and one. South Alabama, eleven and two. Portland State, eleven and two. Uh, number three, Virginia, ten and two against the spread. Eastern Tennessee State, nine and two. Central Florida is holding on. We told you in the beginning of the year, nine and two to look out for Central Florida. UC Davis, eight and two. Central Michigan, eight and two. Arizona State, ten and three. 
And who thought Northern Kentucky would cover more than fucking Kentucky? 10 and 3. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These are teams that cover against the over. These are teams that you want to bet the over. Okay? If you see these teams in a game, you want to bet the game to go over. Number one team to go over, Duke. 12 and 1 to the over. Once again, if you're a Duke fan, if you're going to paint your face, go to the game, take your shirt off, and get drunk, make sure you're betting the over, not the fucking side. A lot of times, the better bet is on the total rather than the side. I like betting, uh, you know, like when I have the UNLV running Rebels, I'm more excited to have the total when I go to the game and watch it rather than have the side because I actually want the Rebels to win. You know like what I mean? last night, another over for UNLV against Air Force. Cha-ching. Blowout winner. Uh, University of Penn, huh, Skip? Mm-hmm. Nine and one. Yes, sir. To the over. They're 9-1 and one with the over. If you see University of Penn, bet the over. UNLV running Rebels, shout out to Menzies out there, 13-2 and two to the over. Mm. These motherfuckers score. Niagara, shout out to Mark D, Niagara, 11-2 and two, uh, to the over. And last but not least, Oklahoma's games go over non-fucking stop, Skip. So, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we got playoff weekend this week. You got about 150 basketball games. You got NBA in full effect. And more importantly, you got the promotion that we're running, Skip. You want to tell them one more time what it is? NFL playoff game of the year. Single largest wager Steve's going to make in the playoffs this season. One game, six-figure bet. You get that game this weekend... Plus the college and pro basketball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. $99. No reason in the world why you don't make money this weekend. Give me a call before 5 o'clock Pacific on Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, the VIP Sports Podcast is to educate you, to make you better sports bettors, to have you learn the lingo, but more importantly, make a second income. Uh, Even with the stock market booming right now, America's more than great again. You're making fucking more money in sports than you are in the stock market. The stock market is fucking booming right now. So if you're any type of businessman or you're any type of guy that's into investments, the world is a fucking great place right now. Oil and gas is through the fucking roof. Money is being made in every aspect of America to keep America great. But I want to make sure that you get your fair share, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, sports betting is a trillion-dollar industry. I don't want to see you miss out. I don't want to see the players be the only ones to get paid. Whether you're crawling or balling, you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro, you can always use a second income, bottom fucking line. And another thing I want to tell you guys about the new year. I just had a meeting with my room because what I've noticed is it's a new year and no one really gives a fuck. I'm looking at a guy sitting next to me. I'm looking at guys in my room. I'm looking at guys at restaurants everywhere I go that aren't motivated to make themselves better for the new year. So, like I said, for you guys out there for 2018, if the guy next to you is just sitting there doing the same thing that he did in 2017, get him the fuck away from you. If you're still doing your same routine that you did last year, change it up a little bit. You got to make yourself better. Dig down fucking deep. Dig down in your soul, find out who you are to make yourself a better person last year because you don't want to duplicate last year, even if you had a good year last year. You got to make it better. You always got to make yourself bigger and you got to make yourself better. That's the only way you're going to be able to continue to live life and change. You don't want to get into routine where everything's the same. You eat the same, you go the same places, you do the same shit. You got to flip it up. It's the only way to stay fresh, and it's the only way to stay aggressive. But most importantly, keep motivated people around you. Keep people that want to get to the next level. Keep positive people around you. If you have any negativity around you, get them the fuck away. Lead by example. Remember, it all begins with you. 
Say positive people. If you don't have anything positive to say to somebody, don't say it. You should motivate people. You should say something nice to somebody. Oh, you look good today. You sound good today. Oh, blah, 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 blah. It's motivated people like that that make it far in this fucking world and that you can take to the bank. Because I've been kicked down several different times, but I get right back up. It's not really a matter of how hard you fall. It's how you get the fuck back up. And in 2018, I'm seeing a lot of fucking people do the same repetitive shit that they did last year. That's not going to make you a better person. That's not going to make you better at home. It's not going to make you a better dad. So for everybody out there that's surrounded by people that ain't doing shit for the new year, get up off your ass and make a difference. Be a fucking leader, not a follower. You go lead people and you be the best you can be. Be the best dad. Be the best businesswoman. Be the best businessman at whatever the fuck you do. But more importantly... Be a better person. Be kind. Because the human race, uh, like I said, there's nothing better. And we're all Americans, and we all need to make fucking money in order to live. And with VIP sports, we're making more money right now in fucking playoffs, college basketball, and in NBA than you possibly could have fucking imagined. It's a fucking money train. You can either get on it or get ran the fuck over. You deserve the best. You deserve to have a good life. And there comes a time where you deserve to shine. I want to make sure you get it. I want to be part of it. I want to be your partner. I want to make money with you. I want to grind with you. I want to make your mouthpiece better. I want to make you a better closer. I want to make you a better person. I want to take your mouthpiece from a BB gun to a 9mm. I want to turn you into a motherfucking beast. 877-220-6540. Behalf of VIP Sports and myself, the Big Skipper, our company, it's 2018. Let's go get that fucking money. We love you and see you. Don't let the players be the only ones that get paid. It's Steve Stevens. I bust your bookie head open. Split it to the white meat. I ain't joking. Me a dirt bomb in the ghost float. Straight OG like that Kush I be smoking. It's way too potent for rookies to come hit it. A little white girl around, I might sniff it. Popping bub in the club, so twisted. My pops keeps telling me to go get it. So I'm at the sports book, betting big on the Clippers. I'm talking about five figures. I need a few shots of liquor. Might need another zipper if the bomb play me. Fuck around and put a half a meal on Tom Brady. When it comes to event sports, Steve Steve is a beast. Need a certified winner called VIP Sports. Got too many felonies to ride around with my Glock. So sure to keep it since I got shot in Vegas like Pop.